Welcome to the Art of Mortgage Marketing Podcast, where you'll learn the secret sauce, what it really takes to build a thriving mortgage business doing what you love without relying on cold calling or annoying realtors. And now, let's join your host, Doran Aldana. Hey, hey, welcome everybody. This is Doran Aldana, mortgage marketing coach, coming at you with another Facebook Live. I'm on today with my man, Chris Real, aka The Real Deal. Give uh-huh. him a shout out, Chris. Hey, man. How are you? Yes, I'm better than good, better than most, man. I'm super stoked about this conversation today. This actually came out of uh, me asking a question on the Facebook group about what's the biggest constraint, the biggest challenge holding you back from taking your business to the next level. And one of the peeps chimed in with a question about, you know, the biggest constraint for him is how to get more quality buyer and seller leads without relying on realtors. And what a great question. I mean, because if you think about it, that's really the, the million dollar question. If you can find a way to answer that question with a system that works day in and day out to be able to get you hot for what you got, buyer leads and seller leads, and to be able to have an engine, a system that feeds your funnel with these quality leads, you've got the ticket to be able to attract realtor partners at will, not to mention diversify your lead streams so you're not just relying on your database, you're not just relying on realtors, but you're able to build stability through diversification by having that proverbial three-legged stool as opposed to a one-legged stool or a two-legged stool. So it builds a real solid foundation. But really the, the kicker to this, and I think what uh, you know is the presupposition behind this question is that without having the answer to that question, you really are depending on your clients, you really are depending on handouts from realtors, and you are in a position where you're waiting, hoping, praying that some business is going to come your way as opposed to having true control and consistency in your business. So I love this question. And I figured what better way to answer it than to bring on my man, Chris Real, who's been in the game for a long time, probably more than uh, longer than he'd like, you know, literally decades. He's been in the trenches on the front yeah. lines of capitalism as a loan officer in the trenches, doing what you guys do every day. And uh, he's really cracked the code on how to do that through Facebook ads in particular. So we're going to dive into that. We're also going to expand into other realms, other ninja tactics to be able to generate these leads above and beyond just Facebook. So for those of you who are anti-Facebook or, you know, a little bit technophobic, if you will, we're going to have some other kind of more uh, basic, uh, old fashioned, if you will, strategies that still work today. If you guys have questions, by the way, hit us up in the comments. This is a live broadcast. We're coming at you raw and real, live in real time. So if you guys have questions, we're going to see them as they come through. So hit us up with your questions, comments, observations. Uh, But let's kick this conversation off. Let's start off with, you know, how are people approaching this wrong nowadays? I mean, they are obviously in two camps. They're either just ignoring it and they're thinking, you know, frick it. I don't have the patience, the wherewithal, the, uh, you know, the time, the bandwidth to try and figure this stuff out. So I'll just stick to the old hat. You know, I'll just stick to the database. I'll just stick to having my stable of realtors send me business when they get around to it. And that's one camp. You might fall into that camp as you're watching and listening. The other camp is they try and do this, but they do it the wrong way. So let's look at that for a moment. Chris, I'd like to hear from you to start things off. How do you see mortgage professionals going about this the wrong way that can uh, cause a lot of unnecessarily unnecessary waste, uh, trouble and struggle, frustration, spinning of wheels um, that really gets them moving in the wrong direction, wasting their time? Give me give us a few uh, few ways not to do it. Yeah, uh, you know, um, there's so many ways not to do it, right? Uh, <laughs> But but the the main I, I think like there, there, there's three major components to to run a good um, Facebook campaign right mm-hmm. and and really it's there, there's three um, the last one really doesn't have to do with Facebook but I'll get into it you know the the first one is you get to have good ad copy right mm-hmm. and so I think a lot of people guess you know and and you know they're guessing as to what they should say and they're not researching there's plenty of ways to research how to go out and grab good ad copy right you can a lot of folks can just look through their their you know scroll through their feed right and you can see what others are using whether or not it's converting you don't know that's the whole problem right because that's where the guessing comes in but part of the problem that i see is ad copy 
they, you know, that's the first thing. The second thing is, is in order to convert that lead, right, to go over into or to convert that person, that eyeball into a lead, you got to push them somewhere, right, with a compelling offer. So if you're pushing them with a compelling offer to a to a landing page that is not going to convert, okay, that is the second problem, right? I see a lot of people push, you know, um, I, I see realtors too. It just boggles, you know, baffles my mind, boggles my mind. I'm like, they'll, they have a good, they have a decent offer, right? And the offer nowadays, and especially around here um, in the States and most places in the States is the offer is the home because inventory is so tight, right? So they have a decent offer, but then they push them to a Zillow, to Zillow. Right. They're pushing them to Zillow. And then the client or the, the prospect just gets lost in the shuffle and Zillow. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So you got to push them over to a landing page where you're capturing their information right away. Mm-hmm. Right. And then and then if you want to redirect them over to Zillow, go go nuts. Like, I, I, don't, I don't care. I think it's a bad you know, it's a bad way to get business. Mm-hmm. But or, you know, a, a bad business practice because in your advertising other agents, right? But bottom line is my point is, is you're pushing them over to, to a landing page. that just doesn't convert and, right. or like I see, I see LOs pushing, you know, running ad copy, pushing over to an application. Like, no man, like that. Right. You're Let's never get married on the first date, baby. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, I like, like, I like their style. Like I know what you're trying to do. I can appreciate what you, the effort, but you, you can't do that. So, you know, you can have great ad copy. And included in that ad copy, it needs to be, you know, visual, number one, like great pictures, et cetera, okay? Pictures make a huge difference. Like in my membership, like we had some some dude, some realtor, right? He took a collage of all their 2017 transactions. He did it in Canva. I thought he did it in Canva, but he didn't. He did it in pick collage. So it literally had like 50 different pictures in, you know, but when you when you scroll through, I'm like, what the hell is this thing? Like, it <laughs> caught your eye. The guy got 68 leads in seven days. Wow! Right. Wow. So, and it would it had it had to do with the the ad copy, right? Right. And, and it also it grabbed their attention because it's kind of weird, right? It's like, what the hell is that? So the image was congruent with the ad copy, but it uh, did its job. It gr- got people to stop scrolling and to uh, yeah. grab their attention. That's the key. That's the key. Right. And so then, you know, we push them over to a landing page, but the landing page has to convert, right? Landing pages should be simple, right? Very simple. Um, and you don't want them, um, uh, you know, redirecting over to a website, for instance. Like I see, you know, problems where, you know, uh, great ad copy, but pushing over to a website that they can get lost. Like there's 15 different offers and like, you know, like, you, it needs to be concise to the point. And like, we're trying to get leads here. So concise to the point, put your information here, submit, let's move on. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think those are the two biggest mistakes that people, you know, that, that people make. The other thing, you know, that's, that's obviously has to do with training is people don't do enough research, man. They don't do enough research on how to actually utilize Facebook correctly. Like there's plenty of tutorials out there. Like if you want to spend time to do it, okay, you mm-hmm. can do it yourself. You're going to spend hours to do it correctly. You're going to spend hours in testing, etc. But a lot of times people aren't doing like, they're like, Oh, I can boost the post. It's not, it's not that easy. If it was that easy, everyone would be generating thousands of leads a day, mm-hmm. right? It's a craft. Just like writing alone is a craft, right? You've got to spend time and learn your craft. So <clears throat> I've spent, you know, thousands of hours trying to learn. And I learned every single day, Dorn. Like this space, it's a technology space, right? And if we're not learning, right, it's just going to keep moving on. Like it's not stopping for Dorn and Chris and the rest of the world. Nope. It keeps moving. So I will promise you this, like this, this right here, right? And, and what we're doing now live, five years from now, it's going to be non-existent, mm-hmm. right? So if you're not learning this right now, if you're not learning this, the phone, I get somebody calling in. But if, you, if you're not learning, you know, mobile technology and Facebook and Instagram right now, well, these are just the layers on where the, you know, to, to move forward. 
So if you don't spend time learning it right now, and I seriously mean this, I hate to say it, you're going to be freaking out of business. Yeah, you either learn it yourself or you hire someone to learn it for you. It's one or the other. But if you don't get one of those two pieces taken care of, you're left in the dust. It's not about a right. dick. It's just a matter of when. It's when, when. It's going to happen a lot faster than you think because technology ain't waiting for nobody, as Chris is talking about. So yeah. we've talked about a few critical pieces. We've talked about the importance of compelling, benefit-laden, relevant uh, copy. So the messaging needs to be on point. We've talked about the landing page. We can't be throwing them into the, you know, into the weeds in, on Zillow or you know, sending them to your home page heaven forbid, with a bunch of different menu links for them to get lost in. We've got to have a simple lead capture page with a compelling promise. And we'll come back to that in a moment, go a little deeper, but it needs to be simple, concise, to the point, and we're capturing their data. But I think we're missing an actual uh, more important fundamental mistake a lot of people make, and that's targeting. I mean, yep. you can have a great message, you can have a great landing page, but if you're targeting the wrong people, your yeah. whole ad is gonna tank, right? Yeah, yeah, That's for sure. Get go. So tell us about that, Chris, in terms of you know targeting for buyers, targeting for sellers. Uh, how are people getting that wrong um, typically in terms of landmines to steer clear of? Yeah, I mean, people, you know, they kind of do it do it yourself first. Um, I got there. You go better. Um, the the kind of do it yourself first. I think they just take a shotgun approach, right? So, you know, they'll boost an ad and they'll be like, hey, I want to, you know, I want to, I want my audience to be where I am right now, whatever zip code that is, and a 25 mile radius, right? And then literally, wherever, you know, if you're in California, say, you do a 25 mile radius, like it's 5 million people in your audience, right? Facebook doesn't like that, actually. It, it, it actually, the algorithm likes you to be concise. So you'll actually get more reach per dollar spent. So what, you know, Facebook likes to spend, Facebook likes you to spend a dollar per 10,000 in reach, right? That's where it'll optimize. Um, so you'll actually get better run, right? If you shrink your audience, not grow it. Okay. And it, it, needs, it, it needs to be, um, you know, it needs to be substantial too, because you don't want to burn through your audience. But at the, the same token, a lot of folks just take the shotgun approach. Like, ah, I'm going to, you know, I, I'm, I'm a, uh, you know, I'm an, I'm an originator and I'm going to kind of just take a shotgun of approach and try to target everybody in a certain demographic. Well, you need to shrink the audience down a little bit. Now, part of this stuff, like part, you can let the ad shrink the audience itself, right? Mm -hmm. It's pretty simple. Like the ad's going to talk to the folks and the, the folks that want to you know, that want to, you know, engage in the ad, they will, right? Whether or not they're homeowners or, or you know, first-time home buyers or whatever, they'll engage. Or you could take a more, you know, a more sniper approach and really define the audience to age ranges, to interest, to behaviors, to income levels, to net worth requirements, to, right? So that's where you get, you, you dial in the lead quality, right? Mm -hmm. And... Uh, and sometimes the cost per lead will go up a little bit, but that's okay because the lead quality gets a little bit better. So you really have to define your audience um, instead of taking the, you know, the shotgun approach. And Facebook, listen, like Facebook, remember when the, the, the Nielsen ratings were out, right? Like remember when we actually used to fill out, right? We used to get these things in the mail. I remember my, like, I remember my parents filling them out. There'd be like these, uh, these surveys, and Nielsen used to do it, right? These actual surveys, like, you know, um, basically a household demographic, mm -hmm. right? Like what's your income level and what's this and what's that and how many kids do you have? All that stuff. Like Facebook has like almost 2,000 points of data on us and they buy it from everywhere. TransUnion, Equifax, CoreLogic, right? And and we have all that information right in our face, right to our you know, right in our fingertips. So, mm -hmm. and, and I mean, that's true for all industries too. Like if you want to target people that have, you know, uh, have purchased Jaguars, you could do that, right? Um, you want to, you know, target people with a net worth over a million and a half bucks, you could do that. Mm -hmm. uh, so now the data is only as good as the aggregator, but you can get finite, you know, you can get, you know, down and dirty and grand in the granular level and have better success. 
and shrink your audience and have better success as well, where a lot of people think it's, you know, just a shotgun approach. Yeah, absolutely. So we've looked at the importance of dialing in your target market and having a bigger space isn't necessarily more effective. We've talked about the importance of having killer ad copy. We've talked about the importance of having a solid landing page. We've talked about the importance of having either yourself at the cutting edge of learning this game and mastering this game or hiring someone else, you know, hiring top talent to do it for you. And by the way, both are good. I'm a strong proponent of not being the smartest guy in the room and hiring top talent around you to handle a lot of this stuff. I mean, I don't know how to build a freaking web page. I have hundreds of web pages. You know, I don't know how to design. I have top talent designers. I don't know how to do a lot of shit that I have my team do for me. So there's nothing wrong with giving up, um, you know, a particular role or responsibility or task. If that's not your forte, if that's not your passion, if that's not something that has you dancing in your strengths, delegate it by all means. Um, but it needs to be covered if you want to win in this game called business. You got to have someone who kicks ass in that area doing it for you to some degree. So let's let's look at um, the the other components of having you know this lead generation system where you're not relying on the client you're not relying on the realtor and you're able to consistently bring in leads in a profitable way that's the key anyone can bring in leads but can you bring them in profitably and uh, that leads us to our other mistake and that is lack of adequate tracking right and that's one of the coolest thing about coolest things about facebook is it makes it if you're doing it right it makes it super easy to track to the penny how well you're converting, how much you're paying per lead, and then you can start to track actual ROI. Can you speak a little bit to that in terms of tracking, Chris? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what's I love Facebook's, uh, you know, basically that their the ability that that they give us to slice and dice data because once you have an ad, right? I have ads that are literally the same ad has been up for twelve months, right? that spit out 1300 leads. Like I haven't done anything to it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, but the only thing I've done to it is scaled, right? Because the Scaling numbers tell adding me more, adding more to your ad spend, adding more to my ad spend strategically though. You can't just, you know, you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, I'm spending $10 a day. I'm going to boost it to 20 and I'm going to get, you know, I've got, I was getting five leads a day. I'm going to get 10. So you bump it up, bump it up in little increments and little test. Increments. Right. Little, little increments. Yeah. Under 20%. You know, and also like, I imagine scale. Another part of scaling too is adding additional ad sets where you're doing, uh, you know, different methods of targeting. Um, and, and of, co of course, uh, you know, being able to add to your audience using an expanded ad set selection. And as right. they, as you see that they work now, your reach is, is more robust, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, there's all different ways to scale, you know, through, through lookalike audiences and custom audiences, et cetera. But, you know, what we were talking about, you know, data, if I, if I see that I've got a, you know, I'm getting leads for three bucks, okay, with a cost per click of a dollar. I'm just giving examples, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if my cost per click is a dollar. I'm getting, I, let's just make it easy. Cost per click's a buck. I'm getting leads for a dollar, okay? Well, it's very simple. If I want more leads, I just need to increase my clicks, right? So more like if your cost per click is a, a dollar, your cost per leads like five bucks if you got you know a twenty percent conversion on your landing page or something like that. Yeah, yeah, right. So, but what Facebook allows us to do is we're able to dive into those those metrics, right? Mm -hmm. And we're able to say, okay, if my cost per leads five bucks right now, if if I want and and my cost per leads five bucks, and over time I know that I'm going to convert. 10% of those leads into applications and mm -hmm. those, you know, the, those 10% of those leads into applications, 20% of those applications are going to become buyers. Well, I just go back and I say, okay, how much money do I want to spend, man? Like literally let, let's scale this. And I want to have X amount of leads because I know X amount is going to turn into X amount of, of closed deals. Right. Right. right so right. Facebook allows us to really track the cost per lead. Um, and different ad set levels too. In other words, if I'm, you know, if I want to target this zip code and this zip code with the same ad, I can see that this zip code's performing better. Like I'm split testing now. Like this zip, zip code's present, you know, pre uh, presenting better than this zip, 
you know, this zip code, excuse me, then I can literally just shut this one off, dial in here. You can't do that with bought leads. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't do that with Zillow. I can't, I can't, as a, as a loan originator, I can't be like, you know what? Uh, like, I got these three leads here or whatever. I, I'm, I'm canceling the contract. I'm shutting it down. You're done. Like, it's not <laughs> You're stuck it with it, whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah, it's a six-month contract, mm-hmm. you know? So that's, that, that's the beauty of what we do is we can literally turn on a dime. I can run, you know, three ad sets, three ads, you know, I can run a campaign, three different ad sets, test, you know, different ad copy, different demographics, and then pick the one that works and then roll, right? You can't do that any other way. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then the third component, obviously, is like really strategic automated follow-up, right? Because our, our highest, so once we have it dialed in and we're getting leads on a consistent basis, our highest and best use of our time our time, meaning a loan officer or a realtor or whatever, because, you know, I teach this stuff to realtors too, like my, my partners. It's like our highest and best use of our time is not calling cold lead traffic. Like, no way. No. Our highest and best use of our time is talking to people that either want to buy now, buy later, take an application now, or take an application later. That's it, right? Mm-hmm. So if you automate the follow-up and you trust that system, you alleviate the the headaches right of of really um it's i call it the burnout factor right if you mm-hmm. stick somebody in a cubicle and be like hey listen i want you to call the all these facebook leads every day you know what you know what that that, that seat will turn over and over and over and over mm-hmm. right but oh, if yeah, you put somebody in that seat and say hey listen i just want you to take good conversations had good good conversations with people every day whether it's via text or voicemail or i mean uh, or phone they're going to be happy as a clam because they're constantly getting good, constantly having good conversations instead of trying to weed through that garbage to have those mm-hmm. good conversations. So the follow up is as key. Obviously, you don't can't have any follow up if you don't dial in your campaigns. Right. Mm-hmm. But the follow up is as key as of anything. And that's really the third component where I see people just failing because they'll get 100 leads and they're calling them themselves and they're texting and they're like, oh, this doesn't work. This sucks. Well, does it suck when you really, right? When you really took four applications out of those hundred leads? Yeah, you had to weed through a bunch of crap, but that's your fault because you didn't automate. Well, not only that, but you let them get cold. You know, you, yeah. get, uh, you get back to them a week later. By that time, they've already talked to you. Yeah, for sure. Would you mind dialing down your audio on your end? I'm getting some reverb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so speed to lead is key. You know, every day that goes by that you're not engaging these leads when they come in you're losing at least 10 percent of your influence in converting that lead to an app and a closed deal 10 percent per day so after 10 days you've pretty much nullified your chances of converting that lead so time speed is the name of the game uh and of course trying different methods i'm i'm blown away how many people don't use text messaging to follow up with leads i mean that's what people are on all day long i get people calling me on my cell they leave a voicemail i don't even notice that they freaking left a voicemail until like a week later you know, it's a different era we live in. Text messages, I'm seeing them the moment they come in. Yep. So I'm just amazed how a few people use text messaging and um, using that in conjunction with live calls, voicemail, email, etc. cetera. Um, so keep that in mind, guys. And then, of course, tracking, having a method by which to scientifically track and make your dollars count, you know, make every penny accountable to results. And so you ramp up. Uh, the champs, the things that are winning, and you, you know, you kill the chumps, the things that are losing. That's really what it's about. It's about dialing out what works and 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 killing what doesn't work, turning it off. Another thing that I think is a misconception is people um, get into this game and they think that you know they presuppose that branding all their stuff is going to be the best way to get the highest return on investment, the best response. Can you speak to that for a moment? So, brand like just just the branding. Branding their ad, branding their landing page, branding the whole shebanger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I th- I think that is a um, – I think branding my, – my, my take on, on all of this, right, is mm-hmm. I think too many people in our industry, whether it's a loan officer or a real estate agent, don't understand that they're a media comp- company first and a realtor and a loan officer second. Right. Okay, so 
branding is such a huge component of, you know, sales in general, number one. And digital, the digital space makes it very easy for you to brand. Mm-hmm. Very easy, right? Mm-hmm. Because, and I like video now. Like video, you know, we have to, a lot of people need to just get over themselves, right? Get on video, man, because people like to see, look what we're doing right now, right? Mm-hmm. People like yeah. to see people live in the, you know, natural, you know, um, as they are, right? Mm-hmm. And put out so, good content, like, by, right? But so, getting over themselves, just, you mean like get over their preconceived notion, their stinking thinking about, oh, I'm not going to say it the right way. I'm not going to look right. I'm going to yeah. look like a fool. I'm going to be inadequate. I, I'm not going to say the right things the right way. People are going to judge me. Frankly, I used to think that, you know, people think, you know, Dorn, you're so confident, you know, you got your shit together, you know what you're doing. Dude, I, I did my first Facebook Live, like, I don't know, three months ago. People think, dude, you, you know, you're cutting edge. Seriously, three months ago, I did my first Facebook Live. And the biggest thing is, I was bugging out about the fact that I'd mess it up because it's live. There's no safety net. You know, what if I mess up? You know, I'm not going to be able to edit that one out. And it was my perfectionism mindset that was getting in the way. So when you're talking about you need to get over yourself, you're speaking to those stinking thinking hindrances in our own thinking that stop us from taking action. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah, 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 for sure. It's like, and listen, I'm guilty of it too, right? It's like, just get on and Go live and, right. and School, you know, let's do it. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> got, you, you got to do it. And, you know, I will tell you this, that like a lot of people, a, a lot of uh, a lot of people in our space that that, you know, that are loan officers, that are realtors that have kind of mastered this craft. They have so much knowledge to give out, man, like so much knowledge to give out, mm-hmm. whether it be. Um, because a lot of, a lot of folks in our industry, you know, you know what they do? Like, you know what their branding strategy and their digital strategy is like, they're like, like holding, you know, crossing their fingers, crossing their fingers. (laughs) And like, will it go away? Like, no, it's not going away, man. Like you, you need to dive in. So for those people that do it, and there's a lot, there's probably 95% out of, you know, out of a hundred that are this is their digital strategy, right? Like, will it go away? Like, I'm just going to cross my fingers and maybe this will just go away. I'm going to get behind my cube again and, and like hand write an application, right? And, and hope my competitors ignore it too. Yeah, which they're not. <laughs> so, so the guys that are diving in, I think we, we have, a, have a huge, huge advantage to, to the folks that aren't. And we can give knowledge, man. And you can brand yourself. Like as an LO, geez, just dive in. You can brand yourself as the guy that, that like can – can grow an agent's business, right? Um, you can you can brand yourself as you know the digital guy. I, I don't know, but there you know Facebook allows you to grow your brand so easily. And being a loan officer, you got to have something else out in the marketplace other than just great rates, great service, and great you know great communication. Because guess what? That's all bullshit. Like those are the those are the Minimum bottom of the barrel standards that we should be holding ourselves accountable anyway to, right? True that, like, true that. What else are you going to do for me? As, right? you know, if, if I'm looking at, if I'm a realtor, like, what else are you going to do for me? I don't want to hear from you every Monday morning. Hey, listen, what did you do? You know, um, what did you do over the weekend? Did you work into your play? I see you the same <laughs> shit every single freaking day, right? right? Did you work into your play? Well, I, you know, hey, Chris, I, I know what you're getting at. Like, no, I don't have any buyers for you. Right. Yeah. Right. Is this is this mortgage parasite time again? Oh yeah, it's Monday. I forgot. Hey, yeah, the leech. So, so <laughs> at, comes the, the leech. at the end of the day, like digital allows us to really brand ourselves, man. Like we could we can really brand ourselves as an expert, number one. Number two, um, like expert in our field and in, in, in the mortgage field, the real estate field, whatever you want, but also it just gives a different feel. When you're on and you're like, you're even doing a lot. Okay. Just think about this, right? If I'm a, if I'm a real estate agent, okay, I'm getting on, I'm doing a live. I'm talking about, I don't know, flood insurance. I don't care what it is, but I'm on doing a live about flood insurance. I happen to see it, whatever you, I'm going to give you guys another thing that I'm not even sure that anybody even knows about this, but um, I do a live, right? 
I record that live. We, you know, the lives are recorded anyway. I'm posting it to it. You know, I'm using it as content, etc. Um, I'm I'm using it, putting it in my story right now because Facebook has Facebook Stories now, which is huge. Um, I'm using it as branding techniques, etc. If I am a homeowner that's looking to sell my house, right? Mm-hmm. I see that live, and I'm like, man, this guy really has his shit together. Like. He's he's advertising because everybody thinks it's advertising. He's advertising uh, to the general public. You know, uh, this guy's going to sell my house quickly. He's in front of thousands of people. That's the concept. That's the that's you know that's the thinking, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you need to get involved in the digital space, and it's just like so. If you don't feel comfortable, um, you know, I don't know. If you don't feel comfortable in front of the camera, you just need to get over it. Okay, number mm-hmm. one. Number two. You really need to leverage it to grow your digital brand. I mean, to, to grow your overall brand. And if you can do that, you do it properly, it's lights out. I'm mm-hmm. telling you. Like, lights out. Look, look what you do in the, in the group, Dorn, right? Like, this group, mm-hmm. it's, it's 7,000 people. You've grown that group from zero in 12 months, mm-hmm. right? Why can't agents do that? Why sure. can't a loan officer do that? They can, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. And they can have a captive audience. Like, there's... All different types of strategies, right? You can like you get a group of seven thousand home buyers, let's say, right? Mm-hmm. Seven thousand home buyers opted into your group. You go live, thirty of them are going to be watching. Yeah, right? absolutely. That's thirty people, captive audience, thirty people watching, and you know you're preaching about either, you know, I don't know, home inventory or a home that was just came for sale or a case study. I love case studies, man. Yeah, case yeah. studies are key. Like yes. that's how I sell. Yeah, case studies. Absolutely. Third party. Right? Third party testimonials, testimonials slash case studies, right? Yeah. You know, like the old the old that the old verbiage of like, you know, I want a written refer, you know, written, you know, um testimonial. And that's all great. Mm-hmm. Like obviously that works awesome. But when people are sitting down talking about you, how freaking awesome of a job that you did, that's the next. I promise. Absolutely. That is the next case study. So, like, if I'm a, I'm a loan officer, I'm, like, my, my top 10, top 15. We talked about this last night. Like, my top 10, my top 15 um, clients, whatever, like, my top 50, I'm going to – every Thursday, I'm calling them up and say, hey, listen, will you do me a huge favor? Can we do a Zoom call? I want to just – interview you about the process, how your whole, you know, how the whole process went. It's going to take 10 or 15 minutes of your time. Is that cool? They're going to say, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Right. Now you have visual proof, like not, you know, written proof is great. You can show, but now you have visual proof. You mm-hmm. can post in the group that you just built of 8,000 people. Absolutely. Okay. So, Absolutely. And, and so it's, it's all a part of your brand. So, and again, that's all based on strategy and systems, right? You don't want to do these on the fly once in a while when you feel like it. Ideally, you're going to do a Facebook Live on a weekly basis to your group or to your page. Ideally, you're going to have a system by which you can cherry pick your best clients and invite them to a Zoom call or whatever it is. So again, you want to pr- create some structure around this. You don't just want to fly by the seat of your pants and kind of hope you get around to it. I have this call every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific for the group and for the rest of my sphere on social media. And then I'm actually taking the video from this and I'm putting it into a podcast we're about to release. So we're repurposing every part of the pig and yeah. leveraging the so same awesome. time, the same effort multiplied on multiple different platforms. So you guys wanna be start t- starting to think strategically like that. But another piece about the branding that I wanted to get into that I didn't, is I think a lot of people have the misconstrued idea, Chris, that you should be branding everything every time. and. Um, you know, people just presuppose I need to have my brand. I need to have my photo. I need to have my logo because that's what you do in marketing. You always have the brand, but in some cases that actually works against you. Can you speak to that real quick? Yeah, 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 for sure. Like people um, in general, the, the psychology, just think of us. Like I always, I always look back and say, well, how would I, how would I feel? Right. When you walk into a car dealership, now you got big, you know, the, the, the GI, I drive a truck, Right. I walk into the GMC dealership. Brands are everywhere, right? Guy comes up to me. Guess what? Guess what I think? What do you think? You're thinking, I just want to, I just, I'm just looking. I'm just looking. I'm just, I'm just looking, man. Like, I don't want to be sold. And as salespeople, which we all are, everybody, 
right? Everybody, I don't care who you are. Like salespeople typically are easy, easily, easily sold. Like mm-hmm. I'm an easy sell, man, because I, right? Like I walk into the car dealership. I got a pitch for you, by the, by the way, after this Facebook Live, I got a pitch for you. It ain't going to yeah. be cheap, but it's going to be nice. You're going to like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so point is, is like people don't want to be sold. Okay. So take it digital. But they love to buy, but they love to buy. They want to buy. They do. But they, but they don't like to be sold. They don't like to be sold. Right. So you think that, think that way in the digital space, right? You say, okay, all these ads, man, all these sponsored ads that pop up. Like I see sponsored ads from like so-and-so mortgage company, right? And then there's their ad copy. Like I know I'm going to be sold. Like I know what you're trying to do, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But let's say I see a sponsored ad for, for I call them non-branded pages. Let's say I see a sponsored ad for from, uh, you know, Saskatchewan Home Buyers. Uh, home buyer programs. Mm-hmm. There's no logo on it, right? There's a happy homeowner. There's no, you know, I, I'm like, oh man, home buyer, home buyer programs or something, something to that effect, right? There's no logo. I click through. There's still no logo. Like, I'm not going to be sold, man. Like, this is literally, I'm getting good information, right? right. People want information first, and they want to be sold after. Right. They don't want to be sold right away. Okay. So the metaphor of the cheese and the whiskers. You heard that one. No. If, if you want to trap the mouse, you got to give them the cheese. You got to remove the whiskers. <laughs> as soon as you show the whiskers, they're gonzo. They're right? gone. They're gone. They, yeah, right. They, right. They, they, they fleeted back to their little hole somewhere. Yeah, man. Like, show the whiskers after that, you, you know, you've gotten some trust, right? Yeah, like, all cheese, no whiskers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so on the digital side, I see that all the time. Now, like, you know, retail. There's there's no way around it, right? And and to some extent, we're re, we're on the retail side because we're direct to the consumer, but we don't have to be like we can give information first. Like the good, I see the good, like I see the good digital marketers, and I say the good ones, like the real big ones, right? Like mm-hmm. like like I'm gonna use get like let her, love them or hate them, like Gary V. That guy's just spitting information out all day long, mm-hmm. all day long. And he's right? a badass at it. He's, he's oh, the best he's a, in the world at what he does, and he delegates all the rest. He's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So, but, but at the end of the day, that guy is just giving, 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 right? He's giving, 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 and then he'll take, right? Now he's at just a different level. Everyone wants to, t- you know, wants to just give him. Right. But for a while, when he first started, like if you read his backstory, you'd really know his back backstory, like wine library and all that shit. Like it was just giving, 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 giving mm-hmm. with the hopes of selling cases of wine. Right. We should be doing the same thing in the real estate space and in the in, in the uh, in the origination space. You give, 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 give. OK. Content, 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 non-branded. Don't act like you're selling. OK. Mm-hmm. Run a freaking page that's. You know, uh, so and so home buyer programs. They don't even know who they don't even know who you are. Like I have pages. I have you saw some of the pages. Like I have literally probably eighty pages I have up, right? And organically, people like them. Well, not organically, paid traffic. You know, people mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. like them. But they're engaging but with your ads. Yeah, they're engaging with the ads, and they like. And then content's built, right? Mm-hmm. And we're posting content, so then they get to know me a little bit better. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they start engaging. Okay. And then so, you yeah, friend them. You, you personally friend them too, right? Yeah. Engaging man. with your ad. You, you personally yeah. friend them. You invite them to like your page and be part of your group. And now you're cultivating a relationship of trust. Yeah, right. Exactly. So I think like to your point, what it's like, Hey, look, we really need to t- take a step back, understand the consumer, like just understand our mindset too. Right. Right. Like I'll never forget Warren Buffett's like, I just invest in companies that I see that are doing well. Like, mm-hmm. really, that's your investment strategy. Like, yeah, just 10 McDonald's pops up. I'm going to invest in McDonald's. You know why? Because mm-hmm. they keep growing. I don't even mm-hmm. look at the financials like that. That's his mentality. Obviously, he's a lot smarter than that. But mm-hmm. like same th- same thing with us. Like we just need to take a step back. Right. And take a look at how the consumer perceives our sales process. And I promise you, 
all the consumer sees on our sales process is, I hate to say it, I'm in the business so I can, sleazy salespeople. And they're thinking, what's in it for me? They're all dialed into the same station, W-I-I-F-M. What's in it for me? Right. And and the other thing, too, cheese. is we're a commodity, right? Like, Where's so I'm, I'm just going to get the best rate, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas, guess what? If you had gave them great advice prior to and they got to know you prior to, rate, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a factor. You can't overcharge them, right? But no one's going to leave for an eighth of a quarter if you just provided unbelievable content and education. Mm -hmm. And I think what folks don't you know, take for granted is the ability on digitally to really grow that audience. Forget, even forget like leads right away, right? Mm -hmm. Like why not spend some money growing a group, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. deliver a ton of content to that group mm -hmm. on a daily basis. Go live yeah. in the group on a daily basis or a weekly basis. Keep growing the group and growing the group paid traffic wise. Let people get to know you. And trust me, they will, number one. And number two, if you're likable, right? I, I, I shouldn't say that. If you provide content and you provide, a, if you provide something that they want, they will buy from you. And you're not a complete dipshit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if you're not a complete dipshit. So <laughs> I, I think, I think, I think that is like, I, I think it's so important. Like, Everybody's looking at running ads to get, you know, you know, click this form and fill my form out and I'm going to call you. Well, why not run an ad for, for, you know, to, to grow a group, to give you awesome content and just keep growing and growing and growing in that group. Like literally have, you know, have a, I call it a closed email list. You can, you can literally grow a group, a closed email list of like 8,000 people, right? Mm-hmm. Your own Do little fishing quickly. pole that you can fish from day in and day out. And as time goes on, because you're adding more value, the likability factor and the trust keeps going up and up and up. So they're not even think, thinking there's a hook on the line anymore. They're just chomping at whatever you're putting in there. And you got your own little private fishing hole. No competition all day so, long. It's, it's incredible. So it's incredible how efficient, effective, fruitful, and fun it is. It's just it's off the chain. I mean, there's nothing that really compares. Yeah, so. yeah, you see it, you see it on a daily basis, you know, with your group. So it's like, I think that's so important. And you get back to like the, the branding part of it. Like, yeah, it's great to have your KW logo all over the place, but you know what? People get sick of it. You know, they just want education. They want mm -hmm. content. People, people are researching so much prior to being sold, you mm -hmm. know? So why not let, let them research in your pond? Sure. No? Remove the remove the whiskers and just give them the cheese. All yeah, cheese, no whiskers. That's the big that's idea. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So we're uh, almost up on time, guys. I'll give you guys a few other things to think about in terms of adding value beyond this. I mean, really, uh, the game is marketing. The better you get at marketing, the more value you can offer to your realtors that's unique. Because at the end of the day, the realtors see you as a, rep a replaceable commodity and telling unless you're offering something no one else is offering. And I can't think of a better way to pour gasoline on the fire with your realtors results, whether it be buyer leads, seller leads, et cetera, than helping them get results with their marketing, whether that be helping them uh, do the marketing with them or doing it for them or a combination thereof. So whether it be helping them get more reviews, helping them get more reviews on key review sites like Zillow, uh, Facebook, Google. Google's the 8,000-pound gorilla. That's the one that really matters most. Whether it be helping them get more referrals from the people who give them reviews. Think about it. Hardly any realtors ever think about that and connecting the dots on that. What if you gave them a proven system? The, the way you're going to give them that is by you owning it first. You can't give that which you don't have. So you learn it first. You execute it first. You get your own success story under your own belt, and then you share it. Same thing with trigger campaigns, lots of trigger campaigns post-closing that you could pass on to your realtor. By trigger campaigns, I mean you close a deal, you send a gift basket, it wows the socks off the client, maybe their colleagues, you follow up by phone, you ask for referrals. You do things strategically to wow their freaking socks off. You could have that gift come from you and the realtor. Now the realtor is loving you. They don't pay a single dime. That may or may not be RESPA compliant, but who's ever going to know there's a note in there that says from you and the realtor? I mean, come on. So there's little things you can do that are very much under the radar that are pretty much compliance, no-brainers that you can do. And then the other thing is, once you've done that, then there's also long-term nurture. What is the realtor doing long-term to maximize repeat and referral business? 
Well, if you don't have that figured out yourself, you figure that out yourself and then you serve it up on a silver platter to your realtors, either done with or done for them. How about minutia? Minutia tied to following up with leads after they do an open house. How about helping them get more leads at their open house? Most of them are clueless at how to get leads at their open house. Then once they get them, they let them get cold and they don't do anything with them. So there's lots of different ways that they're leaving money on the table. You can hem up those holes in their proverbial marketing bucket. You can help them earn more while working less, work smarter, not harder. You can see once you start to learn the game of marketing, you're the only freaking game in town. I mean, in the, li the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. You don't have to be that good because most of your competitors are complete chumps. They don't, they, don't even, they don't even know there is a game, let alone winning the game. They think the game is mortgages. They don't understand the game is marketing and adding unique value. So these are the things you want to start to think about and strategically cultivate a habit of mastery. Now, if you're listening to this right now and you're thinking, Dorn, all this is great, but where the frick do I get started? Good question. I'm glad you asked. The way you get started is get advice. Get good advice. Good advice ain't necessarily free advice, just, just so you know, just in case you hadn't noticed. So you want to start to get clarity. You want to start to get clarity first on where you're at now. Where is your business now? If you want to get from A to B, you have to find out where A is. So start with that. Where are you now? Most people are completely delusional about where they are now. They don't know their stats. They don't know their average commission per deal. They don't know how many units they did last year. They're clueless. They got this swag method, scientific wild ass guess. They have no freaking clue. Okay, so the first step is where are you now? The second step is where do you want to be? You know, where is your target? As Stephen Covey would say, start with the end in mind. Because if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there, right? So where do you want to be? And then the third step is how do you get there? What's the shortest path to the cash? What's the lowest hanging fruit? So if you guys would like help with that, if you want to increase your income by 150000 plus over the next 12 months, if you want to work smarter, not harder, if you know you're leaving money on the table, if you're ready to step up and, and really have a proven system to take your business to the next level, I invite you guys to take advantage of a complimentary strategy session. I'm going to put this up on the screen so you guys can see it. It's um, mortgagemarketingcoach.com forward slash apply. Uh, myself and my uh, consultants are available uh, obviously on a first come first serve basis over the next week or two. And um, as time permits in our calendar, we can meet with you on a one-on-one -on -one basis for 60 minutes and we'll give you absolute clarity, more clarity than you ever received in a one hour call in your entire career. I promise you that if, as long as you're coachable and you're willing to come to the table and really be real with where you're at, where you want to be and how uh, to get there. We will give you more clarity in 60 minutes than you've received in your entire career on a one-hour call. And uh, if we decide we're a good fit to work together, by all means, we'll discuss that as a possibility. Uh, we don't work with everybody. We don't work with complainers. We don't work with chumps who just want to create breakthrough results without doing the work. We don't work with the uncommitted. We don't work with people who want to think about it and delay and procrastinate. I call them procrastinating pansies. They just want to sit on the fence and think about it and suck their thumb and feel sorry for themselves instead of grabbing the bull by the horns and taking action. If that's you, don't sign up for the complimentary call. You are not the right fit for what we do. But if you're really committed, to not just taking a little itty bitty step up, but a monumental unprecedented breakthrough results step up, we should talk. So reach out to us, mortgagemarketingcoach.com forward slash apply. We also help our clients with Facebook ads. We got some wicked results. We were just on a Zoom call um, yesterday with some of our seven figure lender academy uh, members. And I mean, just, just one, uh, one client in particular, she has gotten, a, in a month and a half, she's gotten 153 buyer leads, 12 applications so far from those. Um, about four to five of those 12 are, um, you know, in process to close. One is already in the, the closing pipeline um, and she spent $719.50. And so she's um, set to make 12 to 14 Gs so far based on what uh, is pretty much a, a sure thing for conversion on the closings. And she spent 719 bucks, not too shabby, right? 17, 1700, or pardon me, $719 for 12 to 13, 12 to $15,000 in revenue. 
How, how often would you want to do that exchange, right? All day long. You know, what's, you know what's beautiful about that is, like, she didn't call one of the one of the folks. Like, she had her team call. Like, it, right. she automated the follow-up, which is pretty right. cool. Right. Leveraged. Yeah. And the other cool thing is she's able to feed at least eight, actually 12, eight to 12. I'm not exactly sure, but a minimum of eight, up to 12 of those to her buyer agents. Do you think her buyer agents might be just a little bit tickled pink about getting eight hot for what they've got pre-approved quality leads who don't have a buyer's agent. I mean, how often does a mortgage originator do that for the realtors? You know the answer, nobody. So again, in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. Even if you don't have this thing completely perfected, just getting something to your realtors is better than nothing. You can imagine how jacked and stacked they are to reciprocate in kind and send you, send them all, send her all their business all the time. That's the key to making this thing work, friends. Once you have this lead generation engine working for you behind the scenes, you call the shots. You make the terms. If they don't reciprocate, if they don't make you their exclusive, you replace them. You got the cookie, baby. And that's precisely the kind of positioning you want to have. That's what we want for you is to be in that power position where you hold the cookie. You got what they need. You got what they want. And no one else can compete. If they don't cooperate, if they don't make you their exclusive, you do a team enema, you purge them, you replace them just like that. So uh, that's all we got for time so far, guys. Um, Chris, did you have anything else you wanted to share in terms of parting words before we sign off? No, man. You know, the only thing that I will say is, you know, jump in because if you don't, it's just going to drive right by you, you know, as far as the, the digital side of things. So make sure you're Absolutely. involved. And keep in mind, guys, this strategy session isn't just about getting leads through Facebook. This is about looking at all the ways you're leaving money on the table in your database. If you have one uh, where you're leaving money on the table in terms of an ineffective strategy for approaching realtors where you're just a replaceable commodity and you're beating down the door along with all the other loan officers on Monday, just being another me too loan originator, you know, throwing yogurt at the fan, hoping something sticks. So we're looking at all the different ways you're hemorrhaging opportunity, hemorrhaging money. And we're not just looking myopically at one avenue of business. We're looking at the whole picture and we're going to put a plate, a plan in place to help you, select and clarify the shortest path to the cash for you to get you from where you are to where you want to be. So again, if you guys uh, are in a place where you're committed to breakthrough results, now's the time. Reach out to us, mortgagemarketingcoach.com forward slash apply. All right, guys, it's been a pleasure. Chris, thanks, man. That was fun. Yeah, man. No problem. Anytime. Sweet beans, brother. All right, guys. Appreciate you, Chris. Appreciate everyone watching. If you have any questions, hit us up. Even after the uh, the live edition of this, you can hit us up on the, on the comments and we'll respond to the comments. All right, guys. All the best. Make it a great Friday. Peace. Appreciate awesome. you guys. Make it a Bye. great one.